0: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bond. Ah, you're awful. And AJ Applegar. It's Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful.
2: right all right welcome to the fantasy six-pack hour my name is joe bond founder of fantasy 6 with me as usual aj evergarth what's going on man
0: tired yeah tired. uh <laughs> yeah
2: i, I long yeah. week yeah, it's uh long week and change for me man uh because get it out of the way now you know obviously if anybody listening visits, visits the site, you guys know that we've been having some issues lately. Um, but we've hopefully gotten over that little hurdle. Our, our hosting plan decided to try to screw us this afternoon for absolutely no reason, but I think it was just a mistake on their part. Um, but I will be talking with them tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so we will definitely get over these. Uh, and we are good. I think we're good going forward. Uh, but, um, Yeah. That being said, man, I'll just jump right into it. I guess, uh, you know, if, if you, uh, the site's working again, so go ahead and, and, and join, uh, our membership and, uh, be a subscriber there. You get the rankings, you get DFS content, our projections, our, our stacking tool, you get access to all of our betting articles. Best of all, guys, you get access to us directly on discord. Um, you know, if you don't know what discord is, by the way, it's just like a big chat platform. You log in, you have direct access to me, to AJ, to all of these, all of these other great analysts that we have on the site. Uh, Dave, Eddie, Preston, uh, you know, Mark, all, all these guys who have great DFS and betting knowledge. They can just, you know, win you guys money back, you know, like not just, you know, me focusing on winning your leagues which I know is something else you want to do but these guys are going to win you money every week on FanDuel, DraftKings, um wherever you place your bets type of thing. So you could win that money back that you spent pretty pretty quickly and um also just have a lot of fun talking. we, we You know, we joke around with each other on Discord. So uh, you guys can joke around with us too. Well, we're we're good. We can take it. Um but anyway, Uh, Tonight, we're going to be going through my week two rankings. We're going to be talking about some injuries, breaking some of those important ones down. And then first off, we're going to be talking about, you know, some of those week one overreactions or, you know, kind of worry some things and and just really like if you should be overreacting is really the 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 big question to answer so we'll go over some some of that strategy talk there as well and um I guess the only other thing to say is uh hit that subscribe and that like button guys we appreciate it. leave those comments uh we love hearing from you so without further ado AJ do we have the week
0: yeah I'm gonna stand up for a second though
2: Mm, beard. Now we're getting we're getting AJ's beard in the camera. Yeah. Love it.
0: <laughs> hey, am I doing this right? I don't know what's going can, on here. Can you see me? <laughs> oh my god. I'm gosh. turning my light on.
1: Sorry. What I is happening
2: like, here? I, I feel like we're
1: weird. on I feel like we're on like a, a Skype chat with our grandparents and they're like yeah. can't figure out where the camera is. <laughs>
2: Where's the camera? It's, it's, it's like it's like when you hand your when you hand your phone to your kids to do like you know video <laughs> calls with with grandparents. Oh, uh, now you're all blurry. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. you know. There go. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's like it's like when you give your kids your video your, your phone and you're trying to do video calls with like grandparents, right? And they're always they're always like, "Hi, hi!" And you're like, "Nope, doesn't work like that." And they're like, yeah. "Hi." <laughs> yeah.
0: You, That's what you just don't need to be right up on it
2: so all right man let's do beer what you got
0: oh um i am drinking the Oktoberfest oh. uh mars and ale love it from maryland beer company it's a light one uh it's only five and a half but uh, that's what i was going for i wanted to get something a little lighter and try to kill my tolerance down so i can build it back up it's too high
2: we've got you know Eleven months till next year's expo. Got some time. That's all we need it high for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm uh, I'm drinking a True Respite Double True Cashmere. So this is a hazy double IPA, eight and a half. So I'm I'm not slowing down. Screw you. Um, so this is part of their single Same. hops series, uh, where they're just brewing beers with one hops. They've got a bunch of different ones. I think I've done. The true Citra before also. And that was really good. But this one, I forget what I gave it on untapped a couple weeks ago after I bought these. It's been a bit. Give me one second. Oh, of course it's not one of my top beers here. I'm not ready, apparently. True Citra. Or two true cashmere. Jesus, I suck. True cashmere. I don't know. I, I, to gave, do it, a technology. I gave it a three and three quarters. It's it's solid. Um but I don't know. I mean like and I thought I was a, illiterate. It's just sort of an average.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Me too.
2: <laughs> all right. Anyway, see you guys. <laughs> um All right, let's let's get into the uh, show six
0: minutes in and we're off the rails. <laughs> I let's mean go. That
2: what probably was a long That's a long time for this show. That's our record. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's jump in here, AJ. And and, and what we like to do at the week one every single year is just remind everybody, and you know if if you're on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen this a million times from every other good analyst out there. Is just relax. It's one week. Relax, fellows and ladies. Just relax. Like I get it. You know, you're the guy you drafted. And had high hopes for had an abysmal week in week one, right? Damn Akers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I- well, we'll talk about him. Well, uh, you're
1: you're telling me Carson Wentz isn't gonna finish as the QB three again?
2: Right. So yeah, we we just need to slow our roles here, like not overreact both ways, right? Is is AJ, you mentioned Acres. Mm-hmm. Mike, you're mentioning Carson Wentz, right? So both ways. Don't overreact, right, to these like crazy good performances from like guys you didn't really expect it from. Right. And just be like, Oh man, we're going to go out of there. Right. Um, And, and another, another example of overreacting and chasing. Right. And cause I didn't put those in my notes. I could have gone for days for that. Um, But there's one I want to mention is if you're picking up OJ Howard as your tight end and dropping somebody worthwhile, you're going to yeah. lose. The dude had two targets, caught both, caught two touchdowns. Played Nine. like 16 snaps, I want to say. No, it's less than that. I think it was 12. Maybe not even. Like, it's not going to happen yes. again. Like, unless he just gets more integrated into that offense. Um, but that's just not repeatable. Like you you gotta look deeper in to you can't chase points. This is why people lose in DFS. Same thing. A guy blows up and then they chase the points, and then it doesn't happen the next week, and they're like, Well, what happened? Well, you didn't look at the underlying stats. Stuck. You didn't look at the reason why it happened, right? You yeah. didn't see that, oh, the starter got hurt and you know, in the first quarter, and now, you know, it's he's now back to number two or number three in pecking order, and he's not gonna get the same target share or whatever. So like you gotta look at all these things, right? And but you know, look, that's what we're here for. That's why you know we're on Discord. You can ask, ask us questions, you know, as far as waiver wire ads, things like that, and we will help you out and point you in the right direction. But you know, the the big thing is really you just you can't make these like, oh my God, I drafted a guy in the sixth round and he got me two points and I'm out, like, because there's somebody on the waiver wire who scored two touchdowns, Devin Duvernay, you know. Four targets, I mean, two touchdowns. I mean, great, just, that's fine, to but they're fair, gonna pass the ball twenty-five
0: times. DuVernay was a late, a late pick for me in a couple of well yeah, you know, okay. So if you had Trevor
2: DuVernay, that's fine, right? You didn't spend any well, draft starting. I, I guarantee like, you right,
0: this guy is doing it this week.
2: Right. AJ, but I guarantee you, man, there are people out there looking at like so, I wouldn't be shocked if there's somebody in some league somewhere that went, Alan Robinson got me what point and a half and Double got me twenty five or whatever it was. I'm gonna make the swap.
0: Yeah,
2: you're gonna. That's how you lose your league. You can't do it. You just cannot do it. Um, we have a comment here. Uh, I'm worried about Austin Eckler. Is it a timeshare? Yeah, that's. Um, you know, I I I didn't mention that one completely in my notes here, but if I'm looking today, even. I mean, he's got seven carries to everybody else's two. Uh, he's already got a target, so I'm not. I'm not super worried. Just the results aren't there yet, Connor. I, I get the. I get the concern. Um, I, I think he's too good to to be to be overreacting here. So, um, AJ, somebody, somebody else said I. You know, I mentioned Allen Robinson, right? So, should we be overreacting to Allen Robinson? Look. <laughs> I started buying back into him, so I am one of those. I'm not happy about it, and neither should you be, right? I mean, that was a terrible game. Definitely not. We're watching it live going, where in the hell is Allen Robinson this week? Like, we're watching this game live on this show last week. Knew it was Stupid going like week. What's going on? Got one pass in the first half, and then
0: does not exist in. Yeah. look, Who are you, Christian Watson? Come you, on. You want you want to
2: you want to hear some some crazy. Too soon. St-
0: <laughs> Never too soon.
2: You want to hear some crazy stats for him, man? Uh if you look at snap percentage for uh Allen Robinson, he ran he was on the field for 97% of the snaps. <laughs> I believe and what I use doesn't give me this this data right now. But I believe he actually ran a route on about a hundred percent of those. So like he literally ran routes. Like he yeah, just he he was he they was bracketed him. him. <laughs> he just got F. So what I you know, what I've heard and read and you know, you can watch, you know, the, the, the film, go back to it. You could watch it. Like he got like kind of double covered a lot of times. It was kind of weird. Yeah, there's some plays. You're gonna see it on Twitter. People like Cherry pick some of these plays where he kind of goes out and just kind of does one of these, you know, and like those were kind of like he was sort of like the the decoy, like let me get in somebody's way so that cup can come underneath to me. Like that was the that was the play design.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? It's look not they raved about him in camp
0: left and right.
2: People. I I don't think that you know we're just gonna see like Alan Robinson get you one point eight fantasy points every week, right or one point two or whatever junk it was I, that was uh, bad yeah. um and my you know if he starts doing this next week or this week or the week after that, all right, then we're gonna have to be like, all right, well, maybe Alan Robinson is washed up but i i'm I'm willing to give him another chance, <laughs> maybe it's my own uh yeah dismay here but nice. uh that, that's where i'm going so i don't know if you got any thoughts about about that or
0: none i mean just in general i i am a fan well not a fan but i am a uh, a glutton for punishment we'll say for overreacting um i do you at least wait a few weeks to, uh, well yeah uh, i'll i'll give the guy a couple of weeks before i flat out cut him or mention his name on the show and you know force injury upon him but typically you know i i do have lineups this week where i'm like "Mm, i don't know if i want to play robinson i might play a duvernay or like a uh you know carter was i i feel like i have carter in every single freaking league and i was like you know what i went all in on him i'm gonna go ahead and play him tonight (laughs) and i don't know if he's even done anything i haven't really watched the game yet but so that could be good, could be bad, but that's that's the type of overreaction you're going to see. Like it's a points thing, and the opportunity is potentially there a little bit more this week with um, Keenan out. So yeah, I, I I felt like the stars aligned enough to to go for it, but yeah, Robinson, yeah. I'm not I'm it's, not uh, <clears throat> yet.
2: Yeah, so. Another guy that I see a lot of overreaction to right now, you know, maybe not to the point where you're cutting him, but Darnell Mooney, um he <laughs> actually performed technically worse, right? I mean, it's it's uh oh, as, as weird as that sounds, but yeah. Um caught one for 8 yards instead of Allen's one for 12. So, there you go. Um uh, my really thing with this right, is Mooney Mooney only saw – Mooney still saw three targets. Yes, you would love to see more. Dude, Fields threw the ball like 17 times. Um Yeah, threw two touchdowns. Neither one went to Mooney. This game was just – I mean, lack of a better word, it was a mess. You know, I know I know you don't – I'm not usually one, and, and there's a lot of people because I've learned from a lot of s- smart people that – rain isn't what you worry about when it comes to weather right it's wind wind is what screws it up this was not your typical rain game right this was like monsoon for like three hours up until the game and then like very heavy rains for the first hour and it just that field couldn't keep up yeah and it was just a disaster um
1: it was Lake Michigan.
2: Yeah, it was, man. If you saw them, like you saw the highlights, I'm sure people have. They're doing like slip and slides, like, you know, they're just diving. You know, it's like, you know, you see baseball players do that all the time, right? After like rain delays and stuff. It's kind of fun, but that's what they were doing. So I'm giving just about everybody in that 49ers Bears game a complete pass. And I know, like Trey Lance is another one where people kind of want to be like, "Oh, see, Trey Lance wasn't this big hype after all. This dude couldn't do anything, man. Like, you you can't get your footing at this point, right? So, um, it's just, yeah. You know, I, I I'm not. I can't. I can't worry about a game like this. I, I think we're gonna have to wait and see at least one normal normal weather game." from from mooney yeah and and the chicago bears offense and the in and out offense really
0: when it comes down to it um would you agree yeah i mean when the final score is 10 to 19 i didn't even think it was going to be that high um no they kind of so, got
2: going like really late in that game
0: yeah weird. uh but no that that's a, the same story with me i'm i'm not buying into what happened in that game um you know, I'm still starting these guys. Uh, you know, as long as I like the matchups, if they're not the no-brainer starts, but other than that, Mooney, you know, yeah, he's still he's still a number one guy on that team. He's still going to get the volume. Give him a chance.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I think I think he will be just fine. So, I want to move over here to the Jaguars because this is a this is a situation where. I'm not panicking, but I'm a little less comfortable with this situation than I am the first two that we talked about. And this is the Travis Etienne and James Robinson kind of situation, right? Yeah. So we all came in thinking Etienne was going to be the man. You know, we all knew James Robinson, you know, has shockingly overcome this Achilles injury a lot faster than we thought he would and is. You Know playing, we didn't quite know how much he would play, but he ended up playing quite a bit. Man, uh, he out touched Etienne 12 to 6 total in this game, which isn't a lot for either player, really. No. Um, and and like Etienne kind of got he didn't touch the ball a lot after the second quarter ish. And I don't know if AJ you saw this game, but the reason why mm. I'm not super stressed out about the etn situation because i was a big believer in him this season if he could stay healthy is the fact that etn had like an 11 plus yards per carry average which i get is not gonna happen over the course of a full game but he was efficient in the run game he got targets in the passing game he just dropped them Dropped two like of his fire. four targets, and guess what? Those Bad two targets attack. would have easily been touchdowns. Yep. They were on one of different, those four. They targets, were on different drives too.
1: Yeah, one of those four targets was also an overthrown pass by Trevor Lawrence in the red zone, where he was wide open. It was Trevor Lawrence on oh, okay. that part. So yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that, he
0: dropped. Two. Well, no, there was. No, yeah, he the, he the did drop two. A terrible drop. He did,
1: but one was a bad the throw third. by Lawrence into the into yeah. the end zone. He overthrew the crap out of him. Yeah, I might have missed that one, but yeah, because he burned the linebacker in coverage. It was beautiful.
2: Yeah. So th- I still think like this guy's just too talented to to not be able to be super fantasy relevant still at this point um so yeah i mean it's it's unfortunate what happened last week and look i mean kudos to james Robinson; he played very well
0: yeah good. um
2: way better than i thought we would see him play especially you know first week back here um so i don't know i mean what what's your initial thoughts on this situation aj
0: uh well I did I did actually watch most of this game. Um and yeah, I mean I, I'm seeing all the same things. I, I think ETN's still gonna have opportunity. Uh I think J Rob's gonna have opportunity too. Mm-hmm. They're they're different enough that they can work in the same system. Um so I, I'm not overly concerned with either one of them yet. Um, I mean the drops, yeah. Hey, Washington played played the game well, uh, as much as it pains me to say that. You know, the, the defense looked good. Uh, again, it's going up against the Jags, who's a young, not super talented team. Um, you know, they need some some work, but they also let them back into the game. So I still think volume is going to be key for both of these guys. Yeah. Um, you know the, which might I
2: mean, be tough for both of to get and I guess you know that's that's the one yeah, it's sort it's of
0: one week you have sample for size that we're looking at here. Yeah. so you know we gotta see what happens this week. you know it may roll reversal and, and out touches you know Robinson um, if it stays in the same vein with Robinson getting more work then it's you, you know your meters kind of going up a little bit it's 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 something to watch um you know depending on which one of these guys you own uh yeah if I just J. wonder Rob if we're gonna
2: see might be good I just wonder if we're gonna see a little bit more of a split than a lot of people thought uh including myself yeah uh, because of how well Robinson played um you just uh, I guess what I go to is those drops, right? And the fact that Rob ATN was was ultimately on that field far more often early on, yeah. And it wasn't until those drops and kind of the miscues where they just they put in Robinson, he was playing well, and they just kind of rode the hot Kevin hand type of, of thing. Uh, I guess maybe what that's what, what happened.
0: Hmm? I said, and that's what Peterson will do. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, ride the hot to, hand, try to win the game. I get it exactly. Um, so yeah. I want to get your thoughts here
2: on a couple other running back situations, real quick, before we move over to some guys that probably should actually be worried about maybe not panicking to the point of cutting, but we need to have other arrangements made for the time being, maybe. But Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Now, I say this because if you look at the obvious fantasy points, right? Uh Kareem Hunt had 19 fantasy points. Nick Chubb had 14. Now, that's not drastic, right? You're not seeing like, oh man, that's like a big difference. If you look at the Renzo usage, man, it was pretty far in Kareem Hunt's um, favor here and I had the stats pulled <laughs> up and for some reason I closed them earlier so let me pull that up again
0: uh, yeah
2: I mean it, it I is. I think a it was yeah so it was five total touches for Kareem Hunt inside the red zone to two for Nick Chubb which mm. that's not something you expect and you would think okay well maybe they just passed the about to, uh, a ton to Hunt that is how he scored his touchdown yeah but they ran the ball four times with Hunt inside the 20 and only twice with Chubb. So that's concerning to me because to where Chubb got 22 carries to Hunt's, I think 11, that's what you expect. And then Hunt got most of the targets. You expect that you also usually expect most of those you know, grind out red zone rushing yards to go to Chubb. And it didn't happen in week one. And I wonder if that's going to be a trend that we're going to need to monitor going forward. That would be, that's the only thing I'm saying right now. I'm not obviously panicking to the point of like trading
0: or cutting. um, But I don't know what your thoughts are about that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I was a little shocked to see uh the the usage um not necessarily go to chubb's favor in the red zone. Um I mean he's to me this this backfield is he's the main rushing back even though he's still you know valuable in the passing game and and hunts the opposite. Um but it's I I mean maybe it was game script maybe it was uh just you know the game in general how it was flowing and and what they needed to do and maybe it was hot hand I, I don't know but I was I was pretty you know blown away to see just a pedestrian number out of Chubb. Um and then obviously the fantasy points was like eh, it's, I mean it's it was okay. I mean yeah I mean the
2: the rushing yardage was there so thankfully he as, ran for 141 yards. That's what, that's what got him all his points.
0: Yeah. I mean, as he uh, doesn't do that as a first round pick or, or in most leagues, most yeah, format, yeah, second round late, pick. late, yeah, late, um, late first round, early, early second, um, depending on the format or keepers or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, he was my first running back in in a a league I'm in and I got him in the 3rd because it's only 10 teams, but I mean, I was like stoked that he fell to me. I was happy about it and then I saw what he put up and yeah, not really what I wanted from my, you know, hero back, if you will. Yeah. Uh
2: I I yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think both these guys as, you know, we're going to see one, have it up week, one have a down week, and they might flip-flop it. I think Chubb's going to be more reliable because he gets more touches overall. It's kind of what you expect, but that red zone usage is still very, very interesting. It's something I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on. And in fact, I didn't get to write the article this week because of everything that was going on, birthdays, and the site going nuts on me, but... I will be writing a week, a weekly article where I'm going to be kind of evaluating touches and targets and and usage and where I'll be having a big table with a whole bunch of data behind it. And then kind of just highlighting a bunch of like interesting situations um, throughout that whole article. So keep an eye out for that one kind of later in the week uh, before the games start. But um, I wanted to start it this week, but Life happens, guys. I'm sorry. Um, So last situation here is Green Bay, man. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Everybody comes into the season thinking Aaron Jones is the pass catcher. A.J. Dillon's going to be the runner. But, you know, they both can kind of do both, right? Um, But the way that you kind of saw this playing out was A.J. Dillon was going to be probably, you know, 60% of the rushes maybe Jones 40, but Jones was going to get the vast majority of that passing work, which, which made him a second round running back in most leagues. Right. And then Dylan was going in like fourth, fifth round. Well, that didn't exactly play out. Um, So we saw the rushing breakdown go that way. Right. So we saw Dylan get 10. Rushes to Aaron Jones five. The shocking thing now, I actually, I mean, that's a much higher split, right? The most shocking thing, AJ Dillon saw six targets to Jones five, caught five to Jones's three, <laughs> um, and doubled him in fantasy points this week.
0: And I mean, was, I was, don't. Uh, the shocker what you- for me on that team. Cause I picked Dylan. Um,
2: yeah, I was, I mean, I'm like, I didn't chase Joe. Why didn't I start Dylan?
0: why didn't I start this guy? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was bad again. One week. I'm not going to like go
2: totally nuts over it and like panic on Jones. I mean, it's this game was kind of ugly for green Bay all around. Yeah. They couldn't get a whole lot of offense going Dylan, you know, Dylan also scored a touchdown. So, you know, maybe he just, you know, kind of ride the hot hand type of thing again. But, I mean, this is another one of those situations where we're kind of seeing the opposite of, you know, like the the Chubb and and Hunt situation where, like, we expect most of the red zone work to go to Chubb. It didn't. We expected more of the passing work to go to Jones and went to Dylan. Something to monitor, everybody. Like, these are the situations you need you need to be paying attention to. And uh, again, I'm not overreacting, but it's it's you know, it, it went from a from a two to like a four on my like uh oh meter, you know, like, yeah. That that's what I would say. So not not quite there yet, but um, I don't have a whole lot to say there. We should just move on to a few of the guys here. That yeah, now we actually we kind of worried on. about so
0: yeah,
2: so guys that we should be worried about and uh, look, I'm not cutting any of these guys right yet, but they're probably headed to my bench. Um, outside of maybe a couple here we'll mention at the end, but the first one here, I'm, I'm going to start out with the guy you mentioned already and that's Cam Akers. Woof. That was bad. Um, <laughs> zero fantasy points. Got out touched. 13 well no actually out touched 18 to 3 so not good uh snap counts for him were p- probably worse um f- 82% to 17.9% in favor of Daryl Henderson I mean unless you just literally have nobody else and I get the bills are a good team, right? But unless you literally have nobody else, I do not think you can safely start K-makers this week.
0: Nope. He, not he, even in oh a flex.
2: Gosh. You have to have like two or three flexes and just be kind of like nothing on your bench. I mean, that that was a shocker. Um only because like you saw last year during the playoffs right, he came back and get to where he wasn't effective. They just they worked him to death like they were like you're going to get two yards take take two more yards like they just kept pounding it with him and like it wasn't working but they just kept using him this time it was like you're going to get zero yards oh well then we're going to stop using you yeah. after three tries like what <laughs> okay <laughs> um, so that's something to really really be worried about in my opinion um, again I'm not cutting him but I'm not starting him either.
0: No, he is riding my bench until he puts anything together. It looks like he's going to get touches.
2: Yeah. And, and he might get a quick pull. Like he might be one of those ones where after next week, if it's the same situation after next week, okay, okay, all right, maybe we were all wrong. That happens, guys. That happens. Yeah. That totally happens across the board for tons and tons and tons of fantasy analysts. You know, you might hear guys like, Oh, I was out on acres, but I guarantee you they had him ranked pretty high to where like you were still drafting him significantly higher than Daryl Henderson for the most part. Um, yeah. you know, you're gonna get guys here and there. But next situation here is Houston, right? And everybody was all in on Damian Pierce and I was starting to buy in near the end because they ended up cutting Mac and they never brought in anybody else. And you know, my only thought was, you know, Rex Burkhead is serviceable, right? But you had to think he was more of like a passing down back. Well, they had the lead and they had the lead early. And yet Rex Burkhead had 71% of the snap share to Damian Pierce's 28%. In fact, Troy Hairston, well, that's the fullback. Got 22%, so that doesn't really count, I guess. Um And then, I mean, just Pierce's, I mean, 11 carries for 33 yards, not good. You like the 11 carries, though. Yeah. But I'm he just, the the fact that he just wasn't on the field, that concerns me. But I guess every time he was on the field, he kind of touched the ball. So I guess there you go, right? Um yeah. I mean, he was on the field for oh, I know they tell total total snaps here. They do tell you. Oh, and Big Mike Williams just scored a touchdown! Damn Chargers! No Chargers! Ooh, baby,
1: let's go, Herbert!
2: <laughs> I put, I think I put Big Mike as wide receiver eleven or something that like this week. Uh, you'll have to tell me later, Mike. Uh, actually, I can tell you right now. I got my, I got my rankings up. Uh, yeah. 11. So that's pretty good. I'll take that. (coughs) Give me.
1: I didn't question it this week because Keenan Allen was ruled
2: out. Um, yeah. So the thing with Burkhead is like, he wasn't super efficient either. He just, you know, he saw his eight targets, but he also got 14 rushing attempts. It was just a weird – like, I don't know if that's going to be the thing for them or if there was just something with Pierce that they just didn't like. Maybe he can't pass block as well as people were saying he could. I don't know. Um, it's it's just a situation in the monitor. But, again, another guy where I hope you didn't buy into the hype enough to where you drafted him as like a as, as you're running back two and he didn't have a good one behind him. But, you know – I, I took a chance on him in like my, my family league just because I like to screw around in that draft every now and then. It's the only <laughs> share of him I have. Um, but what he happens
0: is, if you went like receiver heavy early? Took Cam Akers as your first running back. <laughs> took Pierce as your second. You are not listening to the show anymore. You just turned off. <laughs> uh, if I didn't have carpet, I'd,
2: I'd, pour, I'd pour one out for you, the homies, man. Like yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, uh, that's a bad one, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that'd be rough. But again, you another situation where I'm like, I don't know. Mike's like I'm not, I'm not cutting him. him. I want to wait and see if it like, <laughs> corrects itself because I kind of think the offense should flow through Pierce. You know, in the running game, and then burkhead be the passing down, but now of course you all we kind of expect houston to be behind in a lot of games now they weren't behind in this game they still use burkhead more so just a bizarre a bizarre game in my opinion like i am week one right let's just all be weird in week one um that's that's what i'm chalking it up to you know if you go to the expert rankings on on Fantasy pros right now you're gonna see a lot of the top dogs like Way down low, week one was not kind to a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of very smart people. i uh, you know, that I know personally in the industry, and AJ, you do too. So, um, I, I think, think we'll bad. see. I think we'll see things self correct here pretty soon. Um, the last situation here, and this is only because of an injury, and this is the Dallas Cowboys. Dak is obviously out for multiple weeks here. Uh so again, I'm not cutting guys like CeeDee Lamb, I'm not cutting Tony Pollard, I'm not cutting Zeke, I'm not even gonna bench any of those guys, right? Probably not even Schultz. Um, but you are knocking these guys down a peg, at least until Dak can come back and actually prove that he can throw the ball with a very broken thumb. <laughs> uh he's going to get like pins and stuff in it you know i i don't know like would you would you look to even trade for these guys trade tr- would you look to trade these guys knowing you're probably not going to get you know draft value back in return for them just to maybe you know save face and get some wins early
0: i i wouldn't be against it i i don't know if i'd be just jumping on the board to do it right right now right off the bat um, depending on who it is especially I mean I think the running backs and and, um, and Schultz if anything I feel like this might boost Schultz's value maybe because he could be that safety net that that um, Cooper Rush needs um, same thing with Pollard I mean he's he's already a, you know the king of the dump off as it is so this just helps his value i think potentially until rush really gets comfortable um i'm still knocking the guys down a little bit absolutely um, i'm trying to think of where I've, i'm trying to look to. at
2: where i've got lamb i've got lamb all the way down at wide receiver 24 i mean that that shows you just how little faith i have in in them I got Pollard running back 38 I got Zeke where I have Zeke Zeke is 24 so not pretty now they are playing the Bengals the Bengals have shown to be a pretty tough defense um they finished very strong last last year they they had a good week one showing even though it was Pittsburgh and Trubisky uh Mm -hmm. But it can, you know. Look, I mean, now they're getting Dallas and Cooper Rush, right? You know, so it's like, okay, like crappy quarterbacks. Same thing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, guys, we can't do what we did last week.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So again, just just you know, I am like I'm worried about the situation, but for a different reason, right? But you can't. In my opinion, and I think AJ, it sounded like you agree, you can't overreact and just like dump and just like be like, no, nah, I'm out. Like I I don't want anything to do with the situation. I'm cutting bait. It's one week. Look, here's the thing I always say, right? If if a guy had you know four or five mostly good weeks in a row to start the season, and he was like, let's say running back 12 or receiver 10 to start the season, right? Then had a kind of a dud week and drops to like receiver, you know, 20, because it's still kind of early in the year. And so people are going to pass him pretty quickly. You know, if he had, you know, 12, 15, 17, 12, and then 20 points in a row. And then he comes back with like a four. Are you cutting him? You're probably not, but he starts out with a four and you're going to panic because it looks really bad. He's wide receiver, like 90, you know, like, It happens. All of these good players are going to have bad weeks outside of Cooper Cup last year. Like, that was just crazy. So, all right, man. Let's move on here to my week two rankings. And so, you and Mike are going to be kind of grilling me again. Let's see if I can hold up and uh, defend myself for another week here.
1: I don't know. What How good were got. you in self-defense class?
2: I don't know. I'll just drink a lot of beer. How about that? <laughs> bad.
0: He <was> bad. <laughs> he, he right. drank till he could just curl into the fetal position. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So we'll start off with the QBs here. All right. Since joining the Buccaneers, Tom Brady has averaged thirteen point nine. What just happened there? I just <gasps> knocked.
2: Doing? I just knocked over my uh, TV remote and hoping it didn't like screw anything else up. But all right, <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry about that.
1: You're all good. Uh, Tom Brady has averaged thirteen point one nine fantasy points against the Saints in the four regular season games. With that in mind, explain why you have Tom Brady ranked at QB twelve as a QB one this week. Also keep in mind, almost every one of his receivers have an injury designation.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Brady, Brady's one of those where I think he could drop pretty quickly. You know, if Evans actually doesn't play and, um, you know, Godwin doesn't play and Julio doesn't play, then I think we're, we're out on Brady. Right. So things could change pretty quickly for him. I think right now it's a little optimism giving him his, his QB12 rating, and also it's, it's Tom Brady. We hope he can figure things out. Um, Yeah, I mean, y- you look at the guys behind him. You are looking at Rodgers. He didn't have a great week, and I get it. And we just mentioned Wentz. Come on. <laughs> are we ever really going to ever rank Wentz ahead of Tom Brady? Probably not. Kirk Cousins maybe could be one. Um, But, I mean, even last week in a very good game, only 19 fancy points. I mean, you could see see Cousins not do that. There's just dudes behind him, right? And Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So it's hard to knock him. 12 seems low, right? You think he could do much better than that if his guys are healthy. Um, So Tom Brady is a smart quarterback. I think he'll figure it out. Uh, but again, yeah, if those weapons aren't, especially all of them, not there, I will most likely be dropping Brady into, like, the the teens area somewhere. So, I get that question. I, I, I totally dig it.
1: All right. All right. I like it. It was a solid answer. I mean, I'd give you a C in, in self-defense. <laughs> C plus. I give you the better. It's better uh, hey. It's it's, it's, punches, it's Thursday
2: night. We still got some injury designations to wait for. Come back and talk to me on Sunday morning when when we know more. That's that's what we come down to ultimately. Um, what's <laughs> up right. with Austin Eckler? Uh, we just talked about him. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm not loving what I'm seeing, man. I'm not I'm I'm really I'm really not. I mean, he's getting eleven attempts to six total for everybody else. Just
1: Just no no goal line work, no third downs outside of short yardage. We just
2: shared, you know, Mike just shared a tweet in our Discord channel about no no yeah no work in you know third downs and goal lines. So that's not good. Not getting the targets we're hoping for either. Like just two. And I don't think he got a lot last week either. Um, He got four last week. So you're expecting more from Eckler, especially as like a top three or four pick in most leagues. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's starting to go, you know, the arrows pointing the other way for him, but not to the point where like, you're, you're going to panic. Uh, you're, if you sell now, I don't think that you're gonna get a lot. We're think you are just got to, to wait and see for him. That, that's kind of what happens with these like top round top guys that you pick here, and you just got to hope it works out. I mean, Kansas City's a good team too, so you got you know they've played two divisional opponents in a row. Like wait till they play like the Texans, right? I mean, like you're gonna see him just go off because like these divisional games they can be rough for anybody. Um, they just these these teams know each other. That's that's all there is to it. So they know they know how to shut down their top players. So all right, Mike. Let's uh all see right. What else we got.
1: On to the next. So we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but there's a little there's some more factors in play here. Carson Wentz finished as the QB three last week, you know. A great matchup against the Jaguars. He's against another good matchup in the Lions this week. But you only have him ranked as QB 15. Isn't it possible he can finish as a top 10 QB again in in this juicy matchup, seeing that he did it last week?
2: He can. Um, I also don't think it's quite as juicy as, like, a Jacksonville, right? Um, Jacksonville's still pretty bottom of the barrel. Detroit has shown to be sort of scrappy, right? (laughs) Like... They're 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 weird like that. Um, so I think I think with Wentz, you know, it's he it was like captain check down last week. For the most part, you know, come on, we saw Carson will have eleven catches. Gibson got a bunch. Um, you know, yeah, Dotson got those two touchdowns. I just I want to see him be able to air this ball out a little more before I'm going, all right, you know, this is, you know, this is what we're going to see from him. And, and, you know, you can believe in it a little more. Um, uh, just it's, it's, it's one game for wins after, I mean, yes, I get it. He was moderately good last season. Um, but I kind of think that's what he is. He's just kind of mediocre, and he can be streamable against bad defenses like a Jacksonville and a Detroit. Um, but that's kind of all he is. And we just got a touchdown from Watson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw the last Justin I, I, Watson.
0: Eighty-four. Just is that Justin? Yeah, just? Yeah. Yeah. I that's right. <laughs> Not nobody anybody had him. That Good I luck. And um, yeah.
1: McKinnon and Justin Watson had the touchdowns tonight.
0: Yeah. Let's just
2: say Justin Watson was not in my rankings. Probably not in a lot of people's rankings. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so I mean that's what I got for once. Like, I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, could could he pull another top ten? Absolutely. Um that's why he's just hovering outside of it. I mean, 15's not too far away. I mean, when you there's like little groupings of quarterbacks, right? When you when you get past like, you know, you get like the top three, top four, right? Then you get the next, and you get the next. He's kind of in that grouping with. Uh, I'm looking at my rankings now, right? You're looking at, you're looking at the cousins, the Wentz, the Lawrence's, even mix in like Rodgers, maybe like, Ryan's, like all those guys are pretty interchangeable. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan's got Jacksonville this week, so could we see him jump up? Sure. Um, but I think history tells us Wentz is just gonna be kind of ho hum. And we'll figure, I mean, look, he still threw two pretty bad interceptions this past week, so
0: you know, yeah. All right, we talked enough about Wentz, let's move it on. Yes. Running backs, all right, so. Obviously, through working with you a lot and uh, listening to uh, you know your commentary, you're not the biggest uh, Barkley believer. Um, you know, whether it be because of the injuries, the fact that the Giants right. suck at Keith, um, but you do have him ranked. We broke up there. Say that again. Uh, I believe it was hashtag Suck at Keith. Um, there you go. Now we got it. Yes, just uh we we just need to ISO that and make that my my new uh we'll talk to Davis true thing. Um You got him at three running back three this week against the Panthers. Are you now a full time believer of Barkley again?
2: Yeah, so (sighs) I I I am when he's healthy. And I think as long as he's healthy, he's going to stay obviously really high in my rankings. Um, Especially uh, I was a little hesitant uh, this off season because of even just how we saw him when he was healthy last year, like he looked atrocious, Um, but we saw him this past week and Against Tennessee, who's supposed to have a pretty solid defense, he absolutely looked amazing. He looked like the Saquon of old. And 164 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Caught seven, six of his seven targets for 30 yards. Did fumble, but he was incredible and now he gets the panthers who just got gashed for 141 yards by chubb and you know hunt did his business too like barkley is just i mean he's the workhorse on this team almost nobody else gets any targets gets any work it's yeah i mean he's he's probably gonna be ranked up there pretty high until he shows otherwise i mean eighty three percent snap share as a running back that's pretty incredible. You don't see that from a lot of running backs um in fact, he was the highest behind Daryl Henderson or just in front of Daryl Henderson and just in front of Christian McCaffrey not expecting Henderson to be up there uh, but McCaffrey in him, you know, and I guess you sort of expect like Taylor, he's up there too, but he's not in the eighties. But um, if Barkley's going to keep that sort of workload and look as explosive as he did this past week, yeah, he's going to, he will prove me wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's, you know, he's shown when he's healthy that he is a force, you know, these injuries were just, weird they were weird injuries so you know he's back if he's gonna be playing like he did last week this entire season then a lot of people stole him in drafts i feel like so
2: yeah he started creeping into the into the first round the back end of the first round very early yeah. second round near the end of the end of the draft season but yeah early on man you could get him for dirt cheap
0: yeah so all right looking at if our next guy Oh what uh,
1: I was I was gonna say if you're watching Dave Eddie, that question was partially for you.
0: <laughs> so the next guy we got here is uh Mr. Najee Harris. Um you got him at sixteen this week. Um is it because of the injury or because of New England? Uh it's more the
2: injury. Uh, you know, he did, he did miss part of last week's game because, uh, the, the foot injury, but he also didn't look very good. Even when no. he was on the field, um, not. just a two point three yards per carry average, which you know, it wasn't great last year, but you're expecting more than that. You're also, you know, the reason why people were drafting him, me, big hands raised, right you were expecting a lot more targets and yeah, he did finally catch one for like a two yard touchdown, but he only caught another one for like another yard. So you're expecting just more work. You know, if he can stay healthy, you know, he, he did carry 58% of the snap share, almost fifty fifty-nine percent but you expect that to go up if he can play the whole game. But uh, yeah, I mean a little bit tougher of a defense. Well, no, actually maybe not tougher of a defense this week, you know, since he's pretty good. Uh, and then, yeah, New England's good, but I don't know how. I mean, how good are they, right? If they're going to get trashed by a uh, a Miami Dolphins team that, yeah, is fine, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's more injury than anything that's kind of making me reluctant on him, and and made me slide him down my rankings quite a bit after one week. All
1: right. Well, I yeah, mean, we're fair. gonna. Yeah, I mean, do you got any comments, AJ? No, I
0: mean, uh, I, I I don't necessarily I mean, I I don't necessarily uh, disagree. I think he he didn't look good last week, and I think this foot thing is is maybe more than we're being told, which also doesn't surprise me. So, we'll see. Hopefully, he bounces back, but I don't. Know. What you got <laughs> for what you got for receivers?
1: I was just going to say, we're going to stick to a kind of a theme here. At least it seems like it with the Buccaneers. All right. So again, in four regular season uh, games with Mike Evans, having Tom Brady as his quarterback playing new Orleans, he has averaged 7.2 half point uh, PPR points a game. And you have Mike Evans ranked as your wide receiver 10 this week. How is he going to finish as wide receiver 10? If he only gets 7.2 a game.
2: So I, I totally get it. Uh, you know, you're looking at the, at the matchup there with new Orleans and, you know, thinking Mike Evans can't win that now he has won it in the past. He also hasn't won it many times in the past either, uh, with a lot of more, but I, I think again, like what I said with Brady, right. You know, you're hoping there's just multiple weapons on the field and they're not going to only shut down Mike Evans. Right. Um, So that's what you've got to hope for now. Again, things, things for this, this Tampa offense is one where I think we're going to see a lot of changes in the rankings between now and Sunday morning, because I don't know if Godwin's going to play. I don't know if Julio's going to play. I don't know if Mike Evans is going to play, you know, that type of thing. So, um, even if just Godwin is out, I think you kind of mix things up. I know some people think, like, oh, well, maybe that's actually really good for Evans. More targets could be. I got to do some, some tinkering and, and, and really dig into things. Um, but if both him and Jones is out, it's like, what, him and I don't know, is Gage even healthy at this point? I don't even know yeah. at this point. Um, it, it's just, it's not good like at that point because then they can kind of, then they can really shift coverage his way totally. Um, but, I think he's just still just talented enough at this point. And, you know, he, he'll just, he'll just him, him and Brady will, will figure it out. If, if he actually is on the field to the point where, yeah, maybe, maybe I don't keep him in the top 10, but he'll, he'll, he'll be close.
1: Yeah. I just, I remember one of the first games with Tom Brady, this was one of those games. I feel like uh, he had the, uh, two catches for two touchdowns. I believe it was against the saints um, when Tom Brady first came here in 2020, but we'll move on to our next question here. Cause this one's a real, uh, uh, a real like thinker. You have Gabriel Davis ranked as your wide receiver 12 for this week. This is the highest out of anybody else on the fantasy six pack rankings. Explain yourself. Is this Gabe Davis season? <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm a big fan of Gabe Davis this week. Uh, I I just, uh, I liked what I saw last week. I think this Tennessee, Tennessee defense isn't going to be quite what we thought. And as much as everybody wanted to say, Devin Singletary and, you know, James Cook, were going to be a factor. Dude, they passed the ball and just an incredible amount of times. Um, Last week, I think it was, um, oh, I can't find the targets for each, but I mean, <laughs> they really just did not pass or did, they really just did not run. So like everybody's thinking like they're going to come in and try to be more balanced again. No, like this was like full on Josh Allen, keep the ball, do your thing again and again and again and again. Um, so I really, I really just like Gabe Davis to get in the end zone at least once, and that that's gonna easily put him into like you know, high end wide receiver two value. And then if he can you know tack on six targets for sixty yards, we're, we're looking at, we're looking at you know wide receiver one value. That's what's that's what's gonna happen.
1: All right, I like it. I know Dylan likes it. <laughs> He's a big D- Gabe Davis truther, but we'll move right on along. All right, this one's a little bit of a lengthy question, but bear with me here. <laughs> all right, so after last week, we saw absolute domination from all the wide receiver ones from you know teams across the league. You got Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, the list goes on. Devontae Adams. All right, leaving players like Adam Thielen, Hunter Renfro, Allen Robinson, Devontae Smith. You know, T. Higgins, too. He went out with the injury.
2: Yeah, he was but- having a good game before that, though.
1: He was. I just decided to throw him in there because he was one of those high drafted wide receiver twos. And then you got Brandon Ayuk. They were all left in the dust. Are you worried about these wide receiver twos and their offenses for the remainder of the year? I mean, right now you have the highest ranked out of those uh, names mentioned for Allen Robinson at wide receiver 30.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's not great. Uh, I have a couple shares of Renfro. I don't have any Thielen. I've got one share of Smith. I've got a lot of Allen Robinson, unfortunately. I think I've got one share of Higgins. And again, the injury. So you gave him a little bit of a pass in this group. That's like, eh, all right. You don't count. Uh, I don't have any of, although I did. I did like him. Uh, but again, with iuk, we mentioned it earlier, right? With the fact that The 49ers Bears game was just an absolute mess. Nobody really did much of anything. You know, the couple of guys that scored off of like their two or three touches were the ones that did anything. Otherwise, nobody did anything. There was no yards. There was no like, oh, you had eight catches for 80 yards and you had a good day, even though you didn't score. That doesn't happen in that game. That was, that game is just like, that didn't count. Let's move on. We're going to restart both of their years as far as fantasy evaluations starting week two. Thielen and Renfro. Yeah, man. Like, I think I think I might be most worried about Renfro. Uh, I wasn't a high on Smith. I only took Smith in best ball. Um, So... The fact that he is sort of, I mean, like we all sort of saw the writing on the wall there, right? Where they brought in AJ Brown. It was already a low passing volume offense and Hertz Isn't the most accurate guy anyway. So how are these both? And they just AJ, you know, you watched the game. I'm sure you did. They, I did. AJ Brown is Hertz's dog, days. man. Like that
0: was the man. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I was watching the highlights and loving it. Um, yeah, but I where was Smith? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I think, Smith will be a, I think Smith will be
2: a factor. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get goose egged, you know, all year long. But uh, he's probably, you know, he's probably second on this list as far as worry. Hunter Renfro is the one where I'm going like, what the hell just happened? Because you got to think about it. Yeah, nobody expected Renfro to do what he did last year where he was just like crazy hyper targeted because they bring in DeVonte Adams and you know that that's going to be the guy, right? DeVonte Adams got 17 targets. Um Renfro what did he get? I didn't look up that stat. Um not not that many. Yeah, <laughs> not not not, not, many not very many more. at all. Like it was bad. Um so he got a total of he got six targets only got three for 50 so not terrible but it it mm. just it just felt like he was like a forgotten man in this offense because
1: even just I mean, as many h- targets as Darren as Waller Darren Waller right
2: so look I'll say I'll I'll say this about the the Raiders and what what were we saying after week one last week or, or last year do you remember? Don't what agree. happened last week last year in week one
1: I barely remember what I had for uh, breakfast
2: it was uh was it rugs rug season Darren Waller had 19 targets do y'all remember that noise yep holy crap nope. but we were all like Darren Waller's gonna be the the hero for everybody who drafted him in like the early second round he's gonna be the man and yeah cool he got injured but even when he wasn't injured He was not even close to that. So pump the brakes a little bit, right? And just be like, all right, maybe we need to see if Adams getting 17 targets is repeatable, right? Look, I mean, he was getting that in Green Bay all the time, but he also had Aaron Rodgers who could just close his eyes and throw the ball to him, right? It was just like crazy how connected they were. I know Carr and him have the history in college, but... I just I want to see, you know, this kind of average out a little more before I go full-fledged, like, all right, Rafael ain't gonna be a thing no more. You know, he's a he's a wide receiver four at best.
0: Yeah. I had I, it think, better, uh, I had it better than that. I, I, I'm now worried in the fact that we're starting to see football turn into The
2: NBA. Oh Oh my god. (laughs) Sorry.
0: See that takedown. And he fumbled. Yeah. Holy cow.
2: If y'all aren't watching this Chiefs game, by the way, Kelsey literally got picked up in mid, like, picked up, put on a shoulder. It was like WWE style, man. He was going to get, like, suplexed, like, body slammed. He did. And uh, he he did. Yeah, but he fumbled. And I don't know if he fumbled when he hit the ground, or if they just called him like momentum stop. I, I oh, he ground. did. Yeah, he fumbled yeah. when he hit the ground, and it popped up, and so they didn't ground. get the ball to the, to the Chargers. But man, that was crazy looking. You know, holy cow. Anyway, yeah. Keep so as I was saying,
0: <laughs> it's just funny because you're looking at the AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts best buddies. Now they're playing together. You yeah. got. Uh, you know Derek Carr Devontae oh, yeah Adams. I was like hmm let's see is this gonna turn into the next uh
2: yeah. I don't know about all that.
0: there's too much uh um, yeah I mean it's like the players are gonna dictate like oh well we we want to play with our friend like they're they're not divas like the NBA I, I don't are. see I don't
2: think that can happen and and i'll i'll I'll, I'll give you ten seconds why so in the NBA. A game can be dominated by three players, uh-huh. right? So you max out pl- three players, you're gonna win the championship, right? Most, yeah. of the t- or not all the time, but you know that works, right? We've seen it work. In the NFL, you can't do that. You just need, you need a full team. So, oh yeah, that's why it can't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right, finishing off funny. here with so, tight ends, right. AJ. Okay. okay, tight ends. So we 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 mentioned Dalton Sharp. Dalton Schultz earlier, uh, moving forward Dalton without Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Dalton's. My, my
2: barbecue Pringle might have just gotten yeah. overtaken by Dalton Schultz. That's good. <laughs> you know, we're both not Dallas fans, so that works. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: Uh, just shart in general is the best word of all time. Um, Way to go, Mike. Uh, so him Off moving rails. forward, <laughs> Prescott. Yeah, I mean, you still have him as tight end eight this week. He finished tight end ten last week with three quarters of a game of Prescott. So you're moving him up now. Again, I well, I'm technically, I him kind of think, but well, yes, so, sorry, moving him. Up from where he's he finished last week. I, I get it. Yeah. So, look, I mean, wait, wait, wait. All right, why, so let's see.
2: So, yeah, I know why. the question. So, look here. Here, here's the thing. Um, so, Cincinnati actually allowed quite a bit of points to, or quite a bit of of work to uh, Pat Frymuth. Okay. Uh, I'm looking up the stats right now, but he had a, he had a, a, a good game. Ten targets, five receptions. Now, granted, you know maybe you don't expect, um, you know, ten targets to Schultz, but Rush didn't seem shy to throw the ball right. So yeah. I think you know maybe in a game where Dallas is going to get behind because they don't. Have Dak, you know, helping out, and I think we can all agree that since these defense isn't as good as Tampa's, so there's going to be that factor too. Um, and Schultz was still targeted quite a bit, even with Cooper Rush there, um, for that last part of the game, so. When you're talking about tight ends, you know, outside of, you know, obviously Kelsey and Andrews and Waller and Pitts and stuff like that, before you get into, like, the guys like, you know, Henry's and Higbees and, you know, guys like that, it's volume. So you're putting the volume guys ahead of the touchdown dependent guys. And, And Schultz, in my opinion, is still a volume guy, even without Dak.
0: Yeah. I can get behind that. So, all right, next uh next one here and it's another goose egg man and that is the late round favorite for this year Mr. Cole Kmet. Um I mean, have you lost all faith in him after this game? Uh granted it was the Pacific Ocean, but <laughs> I mean, you do have him ranked as tight end 17. So, is that's, that's pretty damn pretty bad?
2: Yeah, I think the 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 worry you have is that you know he he only saw one target, and I know I just said that Mooney saw only three, but it was it was just a better like when you get one target. As a tight end, I and mean, you're expecting higher volume than that, that's that's not good. Um, So, I'm I'm trying to. I had a stat pulled up here for this one, but I I had because I've been looking up so many, I think I've like closed a few of my screens down to where I thought I had them up. Um, so I apologize for that. You're
1: I, I did the math here because Justin Fields only attempted to bo- uh, throw the ball 17 times in that
2: game. 5.9% of the target share. Not good.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: I mean Ryan Griffin's all too. So what do you, I mean? Maybe San Francisco just shut down commit. I I don't know, man. Like it was just kind of weird. Uh oh oh here here I am with oh no that's not the right one either. Dang it. Yeah, I've I've closed down too many of my my windows. Moving on to other things. Um. Okay. Colt could easily prove me wrong here. Um He just, you know, he did see 82% of the snap share, maybe in a, in a cleaner weather game. Uh, But you, you want to see more target volume than that, even at a crappy weather game. Um, So he, he slides down my list quite a bit. Um, can I see him moving up before Sunday? Sure. Um but I'll tell you, man. Green Bay's got some pretty solid linebackers, so I'm not so sure there.
1: That's why I think he struggled against the Niners because the Niners have good linebackers as well. Green Fred Bay Warner's does too, team. man.
2: Yep. Green Bay does too.
1: I don't know. I'm a little. I'm not biased here. I don't think they have that great of linebackers. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's uh rip through these injury implications. Close out the injuries, man. man. All right. So quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, we talked about Prescott. Um, Zach Wilson is out with the knee issue. Uh, again, he should be out through at least the first four weeks. Um, and then Mac Jones is questionable with illness. Is,
2: it, um, is he over the back? I, 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 this week's been a disaster. Yeah, him, so I is think is over the back injury, like, Mike? I know you're no. the I,
1: I did not see it uh, anything labeled with the back injury, and I definitely contemplated putting slash back. In there, but I. it seems like he is over at over the back injury for now and is just dealing with an illness.
0: Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, so looking at running backs here, uh, big name is uh, DeAndre Swift is questionable with an ankle. Uh, we've got Ty Montgomery has been put on the IR. Um, we've got Alvin Kamara is dealing with ribs still. We talked about that last week. Uh, Mark Ingram is dealing with an ankle. Harris we already touched on He's got the foot. Mitchell is on the IR with a knee. Fournette is questionable with a hamstring. And then last one we've got here is Mr. JK Dobbins, currently questionable with the knee. Um, but I believe he's been practicing the past couple of days. so yes, yeah.
1: trending up.
0: Yes. That so is, that'll be very
2: interesting. Um mm-hmm. I I'm having trouble putting him like inside even my top 30 running backs for his first week back. I think they're going to like it just feels like they're going to slow play him back into the offense. Um you know that what the, what this does right is is Drake is maybe like in the low 40s. Well, actually, no. Where do I have him in the in the fifties? Probably, actually, um, yeah, actually, forty nine. So there you go, low forties was, was spot on. But it basically rules our boy Mike Davis out. I mean, seventy one, um, and nobody else. Uh, so it's gonna be hard. Like if if Dobbins plays, I think you're just not using anybody out of this Ravens backfield, in my opinion.
0: It's going to be super hard to trust. Yeah. I think you just stick with Lamar and Andrews, be done with it until we see more consistency and more health. No, I think Bateman
2: could still be there, too. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you, know, Bateman, you want to take a Bateman super deep shot, with... chase some points on DuVernay, well, that's, that's super risky, but I think Bateman's more reliable still.
0: Yes. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, though, with DuVernay as well is – the return game so he can get you some points there if you're yep. if he you, does if. get return points so keep that in mind as well um jumping into receiver we got higgins questionable with concussion um last i saw he was making some strides but um he's still got a little ways to go um we got rondell moore in arizona is questionable with a hamstring you got kj hamler in denver questionable with hip and knee issues. Alan Lazard is questionable with ankle. Michael Pittman is questionable with well, start practice,
2: I think though that's that's big. So yeah.
0: Uh, we'll, um he can come
2: back. I really, 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 really like him.
0: Yeah. Uh Kadarius Tony for the hashtag suck at is questionable with a hamstring. <laughs> Julio Jones is questionable with a knee. Not a knee-jerk reaction that Julio has an injury <laughs> listed next to his name, um, but I think he will play and and he should be fine. Uh, Godwin hamstring, and then we've got uh, Mike Evans with the calf that we've already talked about. Any of those guys jump out, you know. You, you had mentioned Lazard. I mean, I mean. The only
2: the only one that I think I think like, we already talked about all the Tampa guys, so I don't want to harp about them. I'll obviously, just keep an eye on them. Uh, Pittman, I haven't heard a lot about him. Like actually being worried about missing time. Lazard, if he plays, I think that's that's going to be like amazing. Rogers gets a big boost, in my opinion, if Lazard plays. Like they, it's like the one guy on the team he actually has real chemistry with. Um, the guy, the guy everybody has to work out, look out for, right, is Higgins. If he plays, it's awesome. Um, cl- clearly, if he doesn't, I-, I don't know if you can even boost uh, Chase up at all. He's already ranked super high, uh, so it's not, there's not much room for him to go. You know, yeah. you, you still even you have to put him over Cup and Jefferson, which I don't, I don't think anybody can do that right now. But if Higgins plays, I, I think you just plug him in and, you know, Concussions is one of those things where, you know, is is not a hamstring where you look to reaggravate it. Uh, concussion, yeah, you know, you could be more susceptible to concussions if you, the more you have. But if the doctors and everybody clears him, he's good to go. So you just plug him in and be ready to go. I I've put him at wide receiver, like sixteen, right now. Just kind of thinking he's gonna play, but also like sort of that hesitation at the same time right now but if he's cleared he'll probably slide up a couple a couple spots for me
0: yeah um so we've got a game break here uh and a different watson or maybe the same watson i didn't catch the other one's number scored on a pick
1: it is uh the rookie he's a seventh round rookie for the Chiefs. oh okay wow the corner
0: yeah I mean, he jumped around
2: six on the one yard line. Wow. That was
0: a terrible, I don't know if it
2: was a bad route or a bad throw. That was weird. Well, Well, he he had the the
0: guy in his face. He had to like, Uh, try to do his Mahomes impression and side arm it. And that's what happened.
2: You're not Paddy Mahomes. Good luck. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So finish it out with the tight ends here. We got uh, Zach Ertz is questionable with a calf. Uh, Brevin Jordan, Houston is questionable with ankle and George Kittle, who we talked about already, is still dealing with the groin issue talked about last week. I mean, um
1: my question so, here and yeah. the reason why I put Brevin Jordan in here, does that make you bump o j Howard up a little bit if he doesn't play
0: totally. He's gonna get three targets <laughs> two. For two yards uh, and one for one yard, and uh, he'll have a total of wh- whatever that math is—five uh, yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll recover a fumble in the end zone so, as well.
2: So the, so the real analysis is <laughs> yes, OJ Howard gets a slate bump, uh, but look, Pharaoh Brown had more snaps than. Than OJ Howard last week. So
1: this is why you're here. Not really.
2: <laughs> I mean, just not really, dude. Uh like, but Pharaoh Brown isn't isn't the pass catcher. So fantasy wise, I would probably put OJ Howard a little bit above Pharaoh Brown, but I I just I don't know. I, I just it feels hard to trust still at this point. So like
1: all right, don't overreact is what yeah. you're saying.
2: No, I'm not I'm not I'm not chasing OJ OJ Howard still, sorry. And please, George Hittle, come play football, man. You're so fun to watch. Come on. <laughs> we love you, man. Come indeed. Come block some people down the field for 30 yards. You're fun.
1: <laughs> we like we like watching the WWE in football form. that's
2: yes. fast. I mean, we got it tonight. That was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right man well that's it for the show i want to thank everybody for watching and listening um good luck to you in week two and and uh subscribe to us guys hit us up on our discord channel fantasy six slash plans is where you will find those at and uh we're here waiting to answer your questions to help you win so that's it for the show guys and we will talk to you next week peace